you're tuned in to the Neo Academy podcast. My name's Mark and welcome to another episode of Neo Ideas, weekly insights from the world of education. Generation Alpha, are we ready? Extra, flex, yeet, goat. And no, we haven't lost our minds. According to a detailed report by McCrindle, these are the words that are really common to Generation Alpha, and knowing what they mean is just the start of our homework as we get ready to understand them and engage with them. In this two-part podcast, we're going to look at who Gen Alpha are, and in part two, focus on how we in the world of education, marketing and recruitment can engage with them. By the time you finish listening to them both, you'll definitely be the sheep. Who are Gen Alpha? We meant goat. It is hard to keep pace with such distinctive generational changes and what they mean, especially when it comes to a young person's very distinctive experience of a rapidly changing world. And this goes way beyond slang. Gen Alpha were born from 2010, the year the iPad was launched, and the last Gen Alphas will be born in 2024. That means by the end of the 2020s, Gen Alphas will be starting to have children, enter the workforce, go to college and all the rest of it. What's more remarkable is that they will be the biggest generation the world has ever seen, with two billion alphas well on the way. Now that we have your attention, and yes, that was two billion, yet let's consider the world they're growing up in now. Generations as we understand them are a complete invention, but they are very useful. The environment and context we grow up in does of course influence our behaviours in a generalisable way, and for that reason we'll see a continuation of some characteristics of Gen Z and Millennials. That unifying factor really is technology. Gen Alpha is not all new. When Millennials grew up, just because there was no 5G and bewildered adults on TikTok, some of the essential aspects of technology were in place, at least later on in the childhood for some of the earlier Millennials. The internet was a thing, and so millennials were able to access information easily about all the ethical scandals and dodgy dealings of their once favourite brands, and they learned to look for authenticity and ethics in the brands they engage with. This is perhaps the reason why millennials are the ones mainly driving sustainability issues forward, often called the green generation. This is not about to change for Alpha. Social networking doesn't recognise barriers and boundaries when it comes to diversity. Millennials and Zs grew up interacting with everyone from all walks of life, so diversity and inclusion is central to these generations. When a country announces that it has legalised gay marriage or equalised pay for all genders, the millennials, Zs and alphas will join together to shout, why is this still a thing? Why are we still sorting this out? Millennials were the generation that took the big leap forward in how knowledgeable and self-sufficient they were in terms of information. Access to information means they aren't buying any glossy stories about how great and perfect an institution is because they know how to crowdsource information and track down the real story to find out what students really think. The only small difference here is that Gen Alpha, as screenagers who had access to information from the start, instantly well, they'll get wise a lot sooner. Perhaps the reason why the book called Great Lies to Tell Small Children doesn't sell as much as it used to. It's still a fun book, by the way. 
The last generations also grew up in times of financial instability, uncertainty about climate change, and also the threat of AI and automation upending traditional jobs, technology creating roles we can't quite foresee. That hasn't changed. If anything, it's gotten more of an issue. It's no wonder that millennials onwards have tended to be more prudent with their spending habits. Spending in the sharing economy rather than committing to ownership, saving more for the future and weighing up big purchases carefully. For example, a master's degree. Did we mention that millennials are the parents of alphas? Their relationship is, according to research, famously close. Generation Alpha, where they differ. If you're an alpha reading this, we better summarise it quickly. Attention span is shorter than previous generations. To be honest, the evidence for exactly how much shorter this is tends to be pretty sketchy. But the small scale studies and observational accounts do add up to a trend that suggests it is the case. Flipping between several screens from a young age will certainly be a factor in that. At least in the digital environment, we can say it's probably the case. Raised by helicopter parents, millennials, however, it is thought, are determined to do things differently with their alpha children. Generation Alpha are being raised in democracies at home and not dictatorships. Their sense of agency is encouraged. Resilience is built through having space to try, fail and pick themselves up again. They're going to want the same thing in education. McCrindle research aligns with this in saying that Gen Alpha will come to maturity earlier than Gen Z. Growing up from a very young age using digital spaces that weren't really designed for them, Gen Alphas have also been exposed to more adult dialogues than ever before. The comments section of YouTube is not the most age-appropriate environment, nor is it the most healthy. As an extension of greater agency from their millennial parents, the Alphas are brimming with pocket money and they know how to spend it. In-app, in-game and in a hurry. The spending power of this generation is starting much earlier and will become a force to be reckoned with in the next few years. And it's the alphas who will be deciding how to spend it. They will in many cases surpass their parents' knowledge of tech by the time they're eight. Yes, eight. They're growing up with touchscreen devices, educated by gamified approaches, totally comfortable with AI and far more visual than their parents who read Gruffalo books and delighted in the word to for probably a bit too long into adulthood. But that's only part of the story. A lot of articles tend to focus on how alphas are so high tech and have everyone scrambling to meet them on every conceivable platform. Yet they're digital natives, of course, but they know how to think for themselves. Only 22% of alphas say ads have any impact on them. And only 14% say online personalities influence them in any way. The vast majority think they should really question what they see online. And they're most likely to discuss decisions with their peer group before doing something. That is really important for us to understand. So what next? Gen alphas are just around the corner and we have to be ready. Striking a false note by communicating in a way that's jarring or making assumptions about them based purely on our experience with Gen Z is definitely an oversight. In part two, we'll focus on how to engage with Gen Alphas and get your marketing flex on. Did we use that word right? Mm -hmm.